threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Oh, man. Everybody's on their way. Yeah. Eat some turkey. Yeah, you guys are probably all driving. Yeah. On the road, seeing what's happening. Maybe pick up some skills from a podcast. Yeah. Share it with some friends. Yeah, I'm actually... Listen uh, to it over turkey dinner. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you should. Break this stuff out at the dinner table and be like, after we say grace, this is what's happening. We're going to listen. Gonna eat and listen. <laughs> yeah. Learn. Maybe. Oh, that'd be pretty good. That would um, be. And first off, let me apologize for my sexy voice. It sounds great. I know, man. I was like, if my voice sounded like this all the time, I'd have a lot more authority everywhere I went, I think. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? People yeah. would listen. Oh, he's got something to say. Oh, this dude's got something to say. <laughs> Let's listen to what he's yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. Um, but today, I'm re- actually really, really excited about the episode today because we were actually thinking, like, have we ever, like, sat down and defined and actually told you guys, what is casual prepping, right? I don't think we have. I don't think we have. Maybe we did, but who cares? We're going to hear it again. <laughs> who cares? We're going to do it again, right? So we're just going to talk about what is a casual prepper. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, because we kind of made it up a little bit. We, we- <laughs> Right, like, we 100% made it up. Yeah, I mean, things like it existed before, but like, you know what I mean, this is, yeah. I still joke about, like, because I remember when we were coming up with names, it it auto-corrected to casual peeper. Peeper, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was, I'd look at that too. Yeah, we were like, oh, Just casually peeping. Just casually taking a gander, whatever it is, (laughs) yeah. Um, But when you're taking a gander at something, take a gander at BattleBox, you guys. It is the monthly subscription box full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, outdoor enthusiasts, and casual preppers. Each month, BattleBox sends you the coolest selection of hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear, all valued at far more than what you'd normally pay. You never know what's in the next box, but here's a sampling of what users received this month. The Outdoor Element Fire Flute. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? The <laughs> yep. Condor El Salvador blade straight from the hills of Tennessee. That's a big freaking blade. Yeah, man, it is. I was showing it off. Were you? To my brother the other day. Oh, nice. Look at his blade. Look at my blade. From El Salvador. Wield this. Um, all this badassness <laughs> starts at just $34.99 per month. They've shipped over a million boxes and one best men's subscription box of 2020. Our listeners get a free knife when you sign up at TryBattleBox.com slash Casual Preppers. Get your first battle box plus a free knife at TryBattleBox.com slash Casual Preppers. Reviews start. We have this now. backwards oh, again. We have this backwards again. Oh, we do. This yeah. is a listener review. Yeah, listener review. <laughs> okay, we'll do it. I gotta we're fix all, we're that. Good. We're all right. I gotta fix it. Hilarious. Oh, man. Come for the sustainable knowledge. Stay for the banter. Cam mm-hmm. and Kobe serve up the laughs with rabbit hole scenarios and accents. Yes, sir. Dougie Fresh, 425. Dougie, Dougie Fresh. Yeah, <laughs> Apple Podcast. If you guys want to be a part of this portion of the podcast, go to iTunes, go to Facebook, leave us a five-star review. Make it awesome. It's a mad, mad world. Now, anytime I see um, the phrase "gay furry hackers," I gotta read. I gotta read. Um, <laughs> I was I gotta wondering read the, what that was all about. I gotta read the article, um, and it kind of goes along with "mad, mad world." But uh, this article, this happened today. Self-proclaimed gay furry hackers breach nuclear lab. 
They're like, yeah, they're hackers, they're gay, they're furry, and they <laughs> then they hack crazy stuff. The wow. Nuclear Research Hub Idaho National Laboratory confirmed that it fell victim to a data breach on Tuesday. Um, a group of self-proclaimed gay furry hackers took responsibility for the attack and claimed they accessed sensitive employee data like social security we got numbers. It. We got your data. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Um. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah. Rub my back. Um. Home <laughs> addresses and more. Um. They said we're willing to make a deal with the INL if they research creating IRL cat girls. We will take down this post. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't either. In real life, cat girls. I guess is what's supposed to mean. Some stuff going on. Anyways, they've done a bunch of duff- different stuff in the past where they attack NATO and and leaking internal documents and all that kind of crap. The furry the world is nuts. Wow. Yeah. So they at are, least they're talented. Yeah. At least they're using. Yeah. They just they're just not making their hair purple for no reason. <laughs> yeah. They you know what I mean? They're yeah. They're doing that. That is an interesting title. Plus they're though. hackers. Uh, yeah. Like. Okay. <laughs> Yay, bitches! We're here, gay furry hackers. <laughs> it's probably what like the video that they send. When, I know. Like, when, dang you, it. when you open up your network or something, you know. Anyways. In all places of the world, Idaho. <laughs> they're Idaho. like, what? Oh, oh no. I got to turn this off. The Lord's coming again. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, say you're in a store. This this story makes you laugh. Okay. Just browsing around, and you know, a lot of times you see that Halloween stuff. You're like, "Ah, oh, it's just a skull." A that one looks stuff. pretty real. Yeah. Well, if you're an anthropologist, you can, you know, maybe spot out a real skull. Oh man! And that's what happened. <laughs> They're so, like, "This is like super real." Yeah. So uh-huh. in um, just a regular store in Florida, uh, a man was kind of, of just browsing around in the Halloween section, and he's like, "This skull looks awfully real." <laughs> Come to find out, it was a real human skull. Like in a Target or something? I, no, I think it was just like a, I don't know, like a oh. shop or something. Oh, okay. Like a you local. You buy shells over there, yeah. human bones over here. Yeah, that's on the other shelf. This is, welcome to Florida. <laughs> welcome to Florida. Watch out for the gators. <laughs> yeah. Here's a human head. I can say, watch out for the gay furries. <laughs> watch out for the gay furry haggers. <laughs> here, here's a, here's a, yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, so this anthropologist noticed that the skull looked awfully like a real one mm-hmm. and they ended up calling in um the major crimes unit wow. to analyze and they found it to be an actual real skull. Wow. Sounds crazy and, and pretty rare, but apparently the same thing or similar to it happened in Arizona just like two months prior. What the heck? Um another human skull was found in a box donated to a goodwill in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Here's like some old shoes. Uh, I don't need to just go anymore. Some some vinyl records and grandma's head. <laughs> yeah, so so crazy to me. Yeah, but um, the Goodyear Police Department, not Goodyear. Yeah, but it's Goodyear. <laughs> I think it's just that where the town it was in said the medical examiner's initials findings confirm. Oh, this was in Goodyear, Arizona. Oh, okay. uh, findings confirmed that the skull was not only human but also appeared to be historic. What I don't know what that means. Like I don't know. Been around a long time. This, this head's been this seen some been things. Missing <laughs> in the Goodyear Museum for yeah. months. Get the blimp. We're heading out. But yeah, um, and it said like apparently. Uh, what does it say? Yeah, under mm. Florida law, it is illegal to knowingly offer to purchase or sell. Uh, Otherwise, transfer any human organ mm. or tissue, including oh. eyes, corneas, 
I like how it's like corny. It's like, <laughs> I don't want the front of the eyeball. <laughs> Just get to me, give me that good cornea okay stuff. I don't want to sell the whole eyeball. Is it okay, the cornea. <laughs> yeah. And the kidneys, livers, hearts, lungs, pancreas, and bones and skin. What about hair? Hair's fine. Can you sell that all day long? Yeah. <laughs> it's the hair section. Can't get you any corneas. It's against yeah. the law. Can't get you the scalp or the skull, yeah. but I'll give you the hair. Here's the hair. But yeah. Wow. Super crazy. That Just is come crazy. across a real skull. So who knows? All those mm. skeletons hanging in people's porch, maybe one of them's a real freaking real. Skeleton. That's creepy. Cool, right? That cool. is cool. Well. Yeah, let's get into uh, the meat of the podcast today. Uh, what is a casual mm. prepper? You know what I mean? Yeah. Why Why do we call ourselves casual preppers? Yeah, it's too to, casual. Yeah. You know, get into the good stuff. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. How did we become what we are today? <laughs> I'm as interested as <laughs> the My listeners. wife asks that question all the time. How did you guys get here? <laughs> um, but, like, this is actually a question we've answered many times before, usually on interviews from other people, on other podcasts. But it's like, what what is this casual preppers thing? How did you guys... Good Morning um, America, yeah, Today Show. That's, yeah. They ask us all the time. Ellen, I don't know who else <laughs> we've been on. We couldn't get on to Oprah. No. Um, but, What's yeah. What's the one where those ladies all sit together? The talk? View. The View. Yeah. yeah. We've been on there a few times. A few times. Those They're ladies. super interested yeah. in you all get, that we do. You get in like a text chain with those ladies, you can't, you, <laughs> that doesn't stop. No. You know, it's recipes and all it's that kind great. of stuff. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, why do we call ourselves casual preppers? Why did we start a podcast based on that? And what the hell is this thing that we're talking <laughs> about, right? Because it's yeah. a, it could be confusing to some people and, and, and it could turn a lot of people off the word casual. Yeah. Well, I don't want to be casual. I want to be casual about nothing. Yeah, exactly. Not my dress, not my prep. <laughs> going know? all in if I'm going. <laughs> if I'm doing something, I'm doing it all the way. But when, when Cam and I, uh, many moons ago, when after we met, we kind of both realized that we were kind of into this preparedness thing. We really, um, you know, in anything like apocalyptic-themed media, so whether that be books or um, movies, TV shows, podcasts, video games, all of that stuff we were super into. Um, and then, you know, we had somewhat new families, and, and we wanted to get more prepared for them, and we're like, hey we should start a podcast because we started listening to these types of podcasts. We started like watching YouTube videos and they all felt, um, maybe just a little bit too much for us. Yeah. Right. For sure. I mean, that really was the feeling that I always had. It's like you it go was, on a <sighs> doomsday was just being pushed big time. Yes. So that yeah, was and, popular at the time. Yeah. Too. Doomsday preppers was a big deal. And it was that like was like either you're not a prepper yeah. or you're a doomsday prepper. or you're a doomsday prepper. There was no um, in between. We felt like these people that were pushing out the prepper, um, you know, stuff, they were, they were just like letting or pr preparedness was their life. It was everything it was taking over their life. Um, and for us, we just felt like it was too far in many respects. So, um, and, and then we started thinking like, I'm sure there's a lot of average people just like us that they don't want to be associated with that. Yeah, exactly. Like the doomsday preppers, because honestly, there is that stigma with doomsday prepping. It's like, oh, you're a doomsday prepper. Like, yeah. no. Most not. most even to this day, like yes. people still assume it's like we've done interviews and stuff, and they're like, "Well, maybe I'll start storing some cans." It's yeah. like, "Yeah, do yeah, or, do it. Like you're not a weirdo for doing that. Like, yeah, exactly. you, Everyone should be doing that. Yeah. And so then we decided, like, we loved talking. 
Yeah, talking's great for us. I don't know, we don't no, do I it well. It. I practice it. <laughs> yeah, I don't do very good. We at don't it. do it well, but we're like we're bad at this, but we like to do it. Why yeah. don't we record it? And so we wanted to do a podcast about prepping, and we can't. We're like, okay, let's do this, but what is the name? And that because obviously that's a big deal. It is a tough one, right? Um, and like first off, it's like you know. We're not experts. <laughs> we definitely weren't um, no. in 2016 when we started this, and that was kind of the point that we were learning through this process, and we wanted we wanted a name that sort of showed that. We didn't want people to hop on and say, well, these guys probably know exactly what they're talking about. Because <laughs> you know what? We did not. No. Yeah. So still. We, still don't. <laughs> still no. a lot. I mean, more so now, but yeah, still not. Yeah. Not, not much. Um, so we landed on... Casual preppers, obviously. If you're listening, you know that. That's that's the name of our <laughs> podcast. That's what we landed on. Um, you know, uh, so it's, um, have we taken the time since then uh, to really like define what we think casual prepping is here on the podcast? Like we said, I don't think we have. No. And, and to be honest, I, we we didn't really have a solid definition of it it's when true. we started. Like I, yeah, yeah. Right? We didn't. We really didn't know, but I think over the years of doing the podcast, we've kind of naturally defined it through the way that we discuss the topics from the topics that we pick, how we um, personally have been preparing over the years, and honestly, how you guys have responded to the podcast. All that's kind of helped us define what casual prepping is. Yeah, I, I think, think the people that are in like our social media and yeah. talk with us you can see it like lines up perfectly with yeah. what we wanted to do and yeah and not everybody obviously there's there's no, there's some that are much more yeah into it and mm -hmm. and that's done okay it for a lot longer yeah no it's great i think i think we kind of bring all of that together yes. Well, we try to that's the and hope and if it right? doesn't work out that way or yeah. they they are pushing their knowledge too mm -hmm. much they don't last very long no well but, you know it's okay for them to push their knowledge but as long as they no, do it's it the way, way they do it the yeah. way yeah and exactly. we'll talk a little bit about that yeah too. so today that's what we're going to do we're going to do our best to define what it is yeah. kind of have a discussion about casual prepping yeah and i don't so casual prepping is i don't feel like something that we just started to do we were already living it yes like we yes. were already Maybe casual preppers, maybe at a lower a level. Name. Yeah, yeah. Maybe at a little. Yeah, I would say that too. So, um, but yeah, casual prepping is more like everyday prepping, just mm -hmm. living prepared, like we feel everyone should. Living, yeah. living more smarter is what I living, put. Yes, exactly. More smarter is the best word. There. That is a really good word. <laughs> good job. <laughs> I love saying that one. Um, but like, I always kind of think of like prepping in general. Just everyday prepping, you know. Ask yourself, like, do you like to be comfortable? <laughs> what conveniences do you live with and have mm -hmm. that makes your life easier? You know, what things do you do to help escape the stress and demands of life? And do you always want to be comfortable? Like we all do. We all want to like live smoothly, do the, you know, most comfortable. I'm yeah. not, I, you know, there's all those things about striving and stuff, and it's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about like you want it, things to be convenient and in place and comfortable to lower stress and, yeah. you know, just live happily. Right. And so like prepping, I think falls into this big time um, because every day we're planning things ahead to try and kind of like arrange our schedule to allow for a, a smoother experience. Right. Sure. Yeah. So with prepping, it should be the same thing. Like we should be planning ahead to allow for, you know, anything that pops up to not just throw us completely off track. Yes, exactly. And that's kind of how we were doing it. But not as detailed and not as organized. And so that's why we became the casual preppers. Still not as organized. <laughs> Still not as Still organized. Still doing it, no, though. That's a tough one. Yeah. But, um, like, many people 
nowadays just live like day to day, paycheck to paycheck. They go to the grocery store every single day. Yeah. And I just read an article um, just this week about somebody who was saying that they go to two or three grocery stores nearly every day. Wow. Just like searching for different foods and that's just their life. They don't really have anything at home. They yeah. just kind of live, you know, week to week and day to day and there's nothing really planned ahead. Wow. Yeah, that's just insane to Some me. Some people love that, but like- sure. There, it's gonna come. It's gonna come crashing down at some point. There's just gonna like anything that interferes with that, like we saw with COVID. Yeah. It's a nightmare, and people don't really know how to adapt to that, or they don't want to adapt to exactly. it. Exactly. The conversation. There's a lot of that. Like we were having that conversation with Jim Shockey, and he was talking about that. Like it kind of like some people don't want to hear the message of preparedness because it like totally upends their entire world. Yeah. Cause right? they're like, I can't, I, can't I couldn't do, do that. that. No, There's I can't no do way that. I could do that. So, so they don't even prepare for anything. Yep, exactly. And so we kind of wanted to try and make that like connection of like, you can be prepared, but you can just live normal and do like everything that you normally do. You yes. don't need to be coming home working on the, you know, um, the, the electrical, uh, the lighting and stuff in your bunker every yeah. afternoon and, and counting your bullets and all that stuff. Like you and, don't have to live that yeah. way, but there's things that you can do that definitely help you prepare for any of the little things that are likely to come. So yeah, it's like you can live that like from the outside looking in, it's a seemingly completely normal life. Like yeah. without like, nobody's like, well, that's weird. Right. Right. If you're, right. if you're a doomsday prepper, obviously that's like, it's out of the norm. Yeah. Um, but you could do it in a way, and that, I mean, that's the hope of what casual preppers is. You can do it in a way and still be more prepa- prepared, but not like let it take over everything. Yeah, exactly. Right? And that, and and that's the thing too is this like the the doomsday preppers are kind of preparing for this massive event. Yes, they're going to be ready for all the small stuff, but they're really focusing on mm-hmm. like long term, like years on end of of just chaos and yeah. you know no government stuff like that. More so. And again, that's not wrong. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but. We, like Kobe always talks, um, he, he, you know, you bring up all the time when we talk with interviews is like, we prepare, like it's, it's your own personal Mm -hmm. preparedness, your own, um, personal apocalypse that you're preparing for. Mm -hmm. So the things that are most likely to interfere with your daily life, like earthquakes, floods, power outage, sickness, Mm -hmm. you know, days off from work because you're sick, job loss. Things like that is mm-hmm. what we're kind of pushing more. You prepare for those things yeah. that are m- much more likely to come than an invasion from Russia. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. But um, you can build on that, and we'll talk about that too. But no one wants to feel completely lost by these events, scattered, panicked, you know, yeah. uh, trying to figure out how to like get food, what everybody's buying, buying all the toilet paper because you see everybody else is buying. You don't know why. It, like, it's crazy, dude. You just need to be yeah. more organized in that way that you've like, I've got some things I don't need to freak out. Mm-hmm. Most, most of the things that we face in this life, like are going to last, you know, two to three days, maybe a week. Mm-hmm. There are way worse scenarios, and that's why we kind of build on that. Mm-hmm. But, but being being prepared for those things just it, it makes me way more comfortable. Oh my like, gosh! I don't have yeah. to worry about. It's like I go to work every day. I got things to worry about there. I've got other things, you know, getting kids to appointments and and sports and stuff like that. It's like I don't really need to be worrying about like what if there's something that interrupts that whole thing. Yeah, it's nice to have that kind of set up for yourself like right and that's what we that's what we talk about a lot is more than more common things that you know at some point or another you're going to face something that just throws your world you know flips it upside down and this these simple little things can help a ton so um we also kind of like i mean in a way we kind of 
promote like a simpler lifestyle, mm-hmm. like things that are more manageable, <laughs> things that you're less dependent on. And I think that just kind of goes along with being a casual prepper is like mm, try to yeah. be a little more simple about it. Um, you don't have to go overboard and like constantly worry about, man, I need to have a year's worth of food and, right. you know, and, and, and it, I think it kind of guides you to not feel so stressed about what the media does. Like, yes. cause you see all this news and you're like, man, things are just falling apart, but you don't like, you can disconnect and just live every day, but, but build your preps, you yeah. know, like a, a very controlled, like consistent calm manner. Way. That's, yeah. that's kind of what we do. And yeah. so that's the casual side of prepping. You yeah. definitely, you know, advance a little bit beyond that if you feel like you need to, and there's nothing wrong with that. And we talk about that stuff all the time too, but. Yeah. And it's just like, if you can get people to casual prep, if you can get all the people around you to casual that prep. That's another big thing for me. You it's know like, what I mean? Yeah. It, it's much easier to bring somebody towards casual preparedness than it is towards doomsday preparedness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I think it's like one of those things that it lifts more people. It brings more people into preparedness I in my eyes. Too. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, it's like, and I don't want to sound like rude about my neighbors and stuff. Right. Like I would, I would be glad to help people, but I have a hard time helping people that haven't thought ahead, that haven't prepared, that have just been, you Mm -hmm. know, ignorant in, um, these types of things. I'm like, it's hard for me to help you when you had all the chance in the world and you were, you were told and you like just common sense to have something set aside. But yeah. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and one of the things that, and that's going to happen. There's going to be plenty of people that are completely unprepared. Yeah. And we, we see it all the time. We've talked about it all the we time. We even see too. it today. Like, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, yeah. But the one thing at, when we talk about casual preparedness is the basics. Yeah. Right. And over the years of doing all these podcasts, it's not like we only talk about the basics. You guys know that. We talk about crazy stuff. We talk about super volcanoes. We talk about, you know, the um, most likely stuff, super volcanoes, alien invasions. Yes. We talk about those things. And when we talk about those things, we're like, okay, so how do you prepare for this? It always comes back to almost exactly the same thing. Yeah. Right. Like almost always it comes back to food storage, water storage, Health, uh, first aid kits, first aid skills, right? Uh, backup medications, financial preparedness, EDC, like all of those things are like the basics of preparedness. Um, and to and to us, this is the foundation of casual prepping, right? Uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! That's what we're going to talk every about episode. every episode. <laughs> every episode. Yeah, I sometimes look at this and I'm like, how have we had so many episodes? But yeah, you it just to. goes into different details and like yeah. different, but. Exactly. The basics are always the same. It's the foundation of everything. And yeah. and again, all those extra stuff, it's great. It can, it, you know, but if you can be solid in those basics, you are going to be more prepared for like 95% of all situations. Seriously. Right? Like, and, and again, those other, those extras are so much fun to talk about. Like firearms, obviously. Yeah. Some people it's are going to- a little more exciting. The basics are boring. Yeah. Some people are going to put that in the basics category too. Yeah. Uh, and that's totally fine. But um, bunkers, obviously, oh my gosh, there's so much fun to talk yeah. about. Like, and we've had complete episodes just on bunkers. Yeah. Right? It's funny. I mean, we are casual. But if I could have all of this like yeah. inti- like doomsday stuff, yeah. I would do it in a second. <laughs> yeah, but but the, I think the thing is, I just want to live that way. Yeah, you don't want to ha- you don't want to make your whole life. Well, we don't want to make our whole life, and that we don't, way. and we don't, and so that's why we that's why we do casual prepping, and that's why we promote this because we feel like it's something, and we'll talk about this later. It's sustainable. It it doesn't 
put you into that crazy category that people look at and go, oh, geez. Yeah. I mean, You're sometimes it still does. Like someone's, oh, you got to, for us, it's like, oh, you got a podcast on preparing, uh, yeah. prepping. It's like, uh, well, yeah, but let me, uh, it's not, let me put an yeah. asterisk on that because, yeah, yeah it's casual prepping. Oh, it, yeah, you want this soap bar I made? <laughs> yeah. Here's some natural deodorant. Use that. <laughs> <Yeah>. You'll stink. <laughs> No matter what. Yeah, you'll stink and your armpits will be greasy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good luck with that. Ruin all your shirts, too. <laughs> um, you know, and you can eat it. And that's the only thing I eat. So. <laughs> the all-in-one soap yeah. bar. <laughs> Ooh, man. I eat it. Million-dollar idea right there. Deodorize my body. Mm-hmm. Wash my hair. Yeah, for sure. Or, wash the truck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Anything squeaking, you just rub yeah. it on the hinges. WD-40. It's the best. Yeah. But even like the crazy like electronic stuff that you can get, like there's so many uh, yeah. gadgets. I mean, this one might be controversial, but bug out vehicles, like that's kind of extra. Yeah. Like it's, and it's, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. Bug out locations, the same thing. Like not necessary to have to be prepared for most mm-hmm. situations, right? Um, again, if we can just focus on the basics, we're super efficient for as many possible probable scenarios that there are out there. We don't get overwhelmed. We don't let it take over our lives. That's just how it goes. Like when we discuss food storage, we don't say, oh, you know what? You got to have three years <laughs> of perfectly yeah. set up 30 year shelf life food storage. Um, that's, it's just, it's not realistic. No. Right. I uh, still come across people that are like, you have a full year. And I'm like, I don't have a full, like no. planned out year. Of food storage, and yeah. they're just like, we well, ain't no proof. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, that's fine. Yeah. You don't have to I'm think I'm casual proof. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, go subscribe, dummy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. Like, you don't have to have it, and you can slowly work towards it. It's like, it's not like I've stopped no. gathering exactly. that kind of stuff. It's just like a, a slow process, right? So, I don't know. So, yeah, you, when we talk about that stuff, we don't, we're not the people who are going to say that. There are going to be a lot of other podcasts that will say that, right? Right. Um, same, same thing with water, you know. Um, that's a tough one. <laughs> but, that uh, is a tough but one. But we also don't overlook health in favor of getting more 556, five, right? <laughs> right? Or health in favor of a, you know, a lifted Jeep that's going to be our bug out vehicle. Like those, we, we look at things like where, Health is more important than all of them in some ways. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Um, sure. Good health affects us so positively in all aspects of our lives that you can't overlook it. So, um, when in doubt, when you're thinking about casual prepping, the basics are the foundation for sure. Mm-hmm. You know what else I think fits into the basics? What? Protection from cybercrime. It's these days we are all you got gay furry hackers all over the place. <laughs> exactly. You don't want to have to deal with that. Just in the past two years, I've had my. Uh, credit card information like i've had fraudulent charges yep. that um says my wife's name but i still block it <laughs> what is going on at ulta it wasn't me so um but yeah like it's a huge threat and a risk for all of us everyone because we all connect to the internet if you're listening to this then you're at risk <laughs> yeah, exactly. you have a phone and you're downloading from the internet mm. but you can protect yourself. Yeah. You can get Surfshark. It's a virtual private network that can protect you and all your devices. Once again, that's all your devices. Yeah. Not um, just your phone or just your iPad or just your computer. Tamagotchi. Yeah, your Tamagotchi can go mm-hmm. protected. And um, it basically allows you to go gray man online. No one can trace it back to you. Mm-hmm. Your IP address is in a different country even. I'll bet you the gay furry hackers use a VPN. I wouldn't doubt. I don't know. I'm certain they do. Yeah. They have to. They have to. But um, 
You don't have to worry about malware, phishing, obnoxious, and unsafe ads and emails because you're protected. If you accidentally click on one or maybe purposely click on one of those ads, it's not going to like feed you all this garbage because it doesn't have your IP address. The other thing is you can use it to your advantage. You can actually connect to, you know, France and watch their weird shows. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> I don't know what's the, yeah, or Spain or Germany. Yeah. They have servers all over the, the world and you can connect to them and you can actually access in um, different TV networks as if you were in that country. That's TBS, TNT. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So go and protect yourself today. I purchased this and I have for for four years now mm. with my own monies. Yeah. I don't get like I use our discount, of right, course, for sure. Which is um eighty-three percent off from twenty-four months. Plus you get three more months. You get twenty-seven months mm. for less than sixty dollars. I still don't believe it. It is true. I paid for it. Oh my and gosh. it works. So Especially crazy. if you're traveling a lot and connecting to public Wi-Fi, you should yeah. be using a VPN. Definitely. Um go to surfshark.deal slash casual preppers and get you the best deal to protect you through these holidays. I like it. I yeah. love it. So expanding on those basics. Sure. So you've got that stuff in place. Um, and I still I still go back to the basics all the time and make sure I'm like, I need to do better and have this plan even you know, even more yeah, cause uh, the, solid. Because the hard thing is is sometimes you kind of get bored of the basics. You do. They're and, boring. And like the, the extra stuff is fun. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? The all extra like stuff gear, is fun. Oh, man, it's so much fun. So sometimes, yeah, you do. You kind of leap over yeah. the basics and go to the cool stuff. But Not that um, that's bad. Yeah. You should work on the basics yeah. and then expand upon those. Oh, and sure. so what does that mean? Um, like we talk about um, all those kind of more exciting events and stuff like that. It kind of gets you thinking about like, what other things could I do and have that would allow me to comfortably get through like a really bad scenario? Sure. Um, the thing that you can do is kind of like build on to what hobbies you already have. Mm. Like maybe you hike um, or you're a trail runner or you're, you know, do overlanding and all that stuff. That, that stuff applies big time to sure. prepping because um, you have nicer gear. You also, you know, if you, if you camp a lot, you figure out what works out mm-hmm. in the wilderness. And, and those are things that you can kind of expand upon. It may even be a sneaky way if your significant other isn't into this. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, hey, I need more gear for my uh, overlanding. Yeah, or, like that. or going camping. I need camping gear. Exactly. Gear. But then you can build onto your basics and kind of start developing a more elaborate plan. And so... What we kind of always recommend, and that's why we do this podcast, is we kind of paint these like little intense scenarios. Yeah. They're funner. You know, talking about a zombie apocalypse is a lot more exciting than COVID-20. <laughs> Something Ugh. coming up that could yeah. be just uh, just super annoying. But with that, you know, it goes back to the basics for sure. You know, you got to have all your preps for that. But mm-hmm. then you're also thinking about like, I want firearms and ammunition. Um, to take out all the zombies. Mm-hmm. And that's going to help in the long run in many ways. You, know, you trade, you barter the ammo, and you have self-defense and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. it works out both ways. Um, and like I said before, like um, building these like plans and having more prepared... I was, you know, I was griping about like my neighbors not having things and being prepared. Obviously, we're going to probably help one oh, another guarantee that you are but it's like 20 <laughs> to 30 families that are prepared aren't going to support a community of twenty five thousand. no it's people. just not going to happen so the more of this that we can push out just to be like you know casually you can add you know prepping to your lives to be helpful to yourself and also to your community because mm-hmm. n- you're not going to have anybody to fall back on 
Um, maybe you're one of those that's just like, I'm gonna take everything I want. There's there's plenty out there. There's plenty of those. But um, the other thing is, uh, you need then you start thinking about more of you know how do I keep my family both safe and comfortable? Yeah. Like I hate when the power goes out. It's kind of fun and exciting for a minute, but then you're like, now we're bored. This sucks. <laughs> you know, what do we do? Yeah. So that's where you like start building into like, you know, having board games or having backup power. Um, also, how do you cook indoors so you don't have to go outside if it's in the middle of the winter that something happens? So you just kind of build on what you already have and make your plan a little bit more elaborate and a little bit like more extensive for these scenarios that don't allow you to, you know, enjoy it. Yeah. You can kind of enjoy those times. I, nobody really will, but it makes it way more comfortable to get through. Sometimes it is fun for a short period of time. It is. Right. And so that's why that's why we do these little scenarios. And so outside of the basics, you kind of have to look at like scenarios of what, you know, what could, what if it does go longer? Like what more things do I need on top yeah. of what I've already prepared? Okay, I have 72 hours or I have two weeks. You know, what if it? I have to share with a few of my neighbors that are unprepared I'm not going to be able to make it two weeks. So another reason to kind of push for that 30 and mm-hmm. maybe you have the means now, maybe, you know, that your job's going well and you have a little extra money and you're like, I'll probably put it a little more into keeping my family safe and things yeah. more comfortable. Or maybe you don't want to. Maybe you don't want to. That's you know fine. I mean? Yeah. You go buy something or go on a trip. Yeah. It's like, yeah. we aren't going to shame you. For no. That. Yeah. That's, that's a big thing in it. And it's like, yeah, you, casual prepping really comes back to what are you comfortable with? Right. 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 Like that's a big deal. Like yeah. w- what do you want out of it? Exactly. Um, and it's just like a lot of things like that happen in life. Not, not only with prepping, but like I have a, you know, like I've talked to financial advisors, which I, yeah, you know, and some of them just like shame you for oh yeah using your money to, you know, you're like, well, I have, you know, we're comfortable, we're safe, we're not overspending, but you're making it sound and seem like I'm an idiot yeah. for spending some money to for entertainment. We got to remember financial advisors, they're at, in it for money. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And so, <laughs> so well, anyways, we're not in it. Yeah. We don't get anything out of this. I mean, we get some free gear. We get some sponsors yeah. and free gear, but we don't make a living. We, this isn't our main job. No, not even close. So yeah. we do it for that reason of just like helping people to kind of be self-sustaining. Yeah, it really is. Like I, the biggest reason, okay, Maybe the second biggest, the biggest reason I do this is because I love it because it's fun. Yeah. Like that's the number one reason. I'm not going to lie to you guys. That's number one for me. Yeah. Number two is I honestly feel like we can help some people. Like I honestly feel, and I know we have over the years because we've gotten the emails and the messages. And so like, I'll give you one and two right there. That's one. Number one, I have fun BSing with Cam about stuff. Number two, I really want to help Yeah, I would probably have some preps, but I wouldn't have anything if it wasn't for like enjoying this. Exactly. And there's, and that's the thing is we try to make it enjoyable, not, you know, not just be terrified. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. So that's all I have. That's all you got. Okay. Um, and, and another big thing about uh, casual prepping, the number one appeal and idea that we hope people gather from is like, have fun. Yeah. That's the whole, th- I mean, that's the whole thing with the podcast. If you haven't figured it out, we like to have fun. Yeah. That's the number one thing. I just told you that was my number one thing. Like really prepare. Some people don't like that either. No, They're they like, don't. This isn't a funny thing to talk about. Yeah, and we're th- like, no, it's serious. Yeah. But. You can have fun while talking about it. Fun. Like. It, and I think there's like specific reasons I feel like we do this. Like for me, honestly, like 
preparedness can be so enjoyable. It can be so much fun. Yeah. Like there's all the gear is super cool. It's fun to play with. It's fun to figure out. Um, a lot of the skills are fun, right? Um, they are. They're just, they're really fun to figure out. I suck at most of them, but they're fun. Um, and then in that peace of mind that comes with that preparedness, it's like, it's an overall improvement in, in your quality of life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which means that if your if your life is getting better, your fun is increasing, right? It's I just agree. how it goes. It's kind of a correlation there. So, and then also when it's fun, you do it, you actually like retain yeah. this knowledge. Yeah. Right. It's like when I listen to, if you don't apply things like I forget about them. Oh yeah. Instantly. If it's like something I'm not interested in. Yeah. Yeah. It's gone. Like there are a lot of podcasts out there. You can go listen to that has that boring droning voice giving you like the lowdown facts on water, um, purification. Yeah. How many drops of Clorox for, <laughs> and then true. I'm like, we talk about that all the time. Like if somebody asked me that, I'm like, I don't know. I can yeah. go look it up for I you. I know yeah. where it's at. Um, the whole point, those little details aren't what we do. You don't have to know those. You, if you, as long as you have them to access somewhere, yeah. especially right? if I'm delivering those details, <laughs> yeah. you're never going to remember yeah. them. I mean, that's the whole idea behind the podcast. We want it to be fun. Yeah. We want you guys to have a good time. If, if you are entertained in some way, listening to the podcast, you're going to come back and then you're going to retain a little bit more information on the next topic that we talk yeah. about. Right. Um, if you always try and keep that level of involvement and preparedness kind of in that fun zone, which is going to be really different for everybody else, for everyone, um, it's going to be better. You're not going to burn yourself out for one thing. Yeah, That's a big thing that happens, and we'll talk about that more later. This but- podcast funny, and I have fun. But these guys don't take it <laughs> yeah, serious. That is, I we, still that that review. That still review. Little, oh my gosh, so funny! Like these guys really are funny. I really like them, but it's too much fun. I enjoyed it so much. <laughs> I just didn't get what I wanted. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny. Again, it's not for everybody. For yeah. sure, it's not for everybody. But yeah, some people are looking for all the little minutiae yeah. and stuff. And it's like we we don't. That's not. That's us. not what we're doing. No, read read the name. It's there. The the information yeah. for. It you know, mm-hmm. that, that would allow most people to prepare yeah. is there, but mm-hmm. it's not going to be, it's not <laughs> yeah. going to be a, no, a no. classroom session. I mean, and when we, and we talk about casual preparedness, casual prepping, it's kind of like, it's just a fun hobby most of the time. And if, if you keep it that way, that's really, that's the only way you're going to keep with it. Like, that's, honestly, the way, that's the only way I keep with it. hundred like, percent. I yep. enjoy it. Yep. You know, and just because like that super volcano or the earth destroying asteroid isn't likely, that doesn't mean you can't entertain the idea if it's enjoyable, if you like to entertain it, because guess what? We like to entertain it. Yeah. We talk about that crap all the time, you know? Um, and then we talk about those hobbies. Cam kind of alluded to this a bit, these activities that you can do that are sort of within the prepping realm. But when you look at it from the outside, you don't look like you're a doomsday prepper. But yeah. you're really like moving your preparedness forward with these types of hobbies and activities. Like Cam said, hiking and camping and overlanding. But there's a whole bunch of other stuff too. Like there's so much overlap that there is. can apply to just preparedness. So. Yeah. Um, martial arts, you know, backpacking, firearms, again, hunting, fishing, axe throwing. Cam did some axe throwing <laughs> recently. Reading. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff. These hobbies are super fun, but they're also a great way to hone skills within the preparedness arena. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and then the thing that got Cam and I um, talking about it and and really together on this sort of preparedness journey was the um, the movies, the video games. It was, the exactly. TV shows uh, that have like that apocalyptic slant to them or, um, you know, some sort of preparedness 
mindset within yeah. the, the plot, yeah. right? Um, Every single one of those movies or like books or something, I'm like putting myself in that scenario. It's like, yes. would I be prepared today mm-hmm. as I like yeah. as I have it right now? Mm-hmm. Like, could I live through some kind of scenario like this or what would I do? Yeah. That's the funnest thing to do. Oh, so much fun. It makes you like a little bit freaked out, but then yeah. you're like, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, well, and <laughs> that's like a lot of the reason for those scenario episodes we've been doing too, right? Exactly. You put yourself into that scenario and like, well, how prepared am I for that? Those Do have I, made me yeah. think a lot more about like what I have. Yeah. Because it's like I've been accum- accumulating it, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I haven't really been applying different like scenarios with yeah. it. It's like, oh yeah, I probably wouldn't do what my same plan is all the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But you know, I got those, plan A and that's it. Yeah, those books, those movies, those video games. It's just a really great way to consider ideas around prepping while having fun. Again, keeping it fun. That's yeah. the whole point, man. Like this doesn't have to be rigid and uh, boring, and it, it can be fun. And once it's not fun, it becomes a chore, and it's something that it can it's be something another chore. Yeah, yeah it kind of maybe takes over your life, or uh, you get to a point where you get burnt out. And we'll yeah. talk about that a little bit yeah. later, but. Um, I got to talk about, you know, today the world is unpredictable. Oh yeah. Right, Cameron? And being prepared for unexpected health challenges, it's more crucial than ever. That's why we are so glad we discovered contingency medical. Imagine a health crisis strikes, the usual channels for medications are disrupted. That's where contingency medical saves the day by providing you access to emergency packs of antibiotics for ordinary ailments like urinary tract infections, ear infections, strep throat, and more. We're talking about common antibiotics that treat hundreds of additional infections. It's not just for those things. Contingency Medical even has symptom management medicines for everything from nausea and diarrhea to motion sickness, ensuring you're up to the task, even if you're not feeling your best. I recently went through the process of ordering my own Ready Pack Plus. Cam did the same thing last year. I'm here to tell you that it was, it like astounded me. It was so easy. Yeah. It was so freaking easy. The process was simple. Um, I honestly thought like, oh, they're going to send me more stuff that I'm going to have to do. No, they just sent me the pack. Yeah. Like it, it was like so easy. So that that part really, sto- I was stoked about that. Um, Contingency Medical also provides access to board certified physicians for guidance and safe and effective treatment. Plus, your prescriptions are shipped from licensed pharmacies so you know you're receiving quality care from start to finish. And get this, Contingency Medical offers free shipping on all packs, so there really is no reason to delay. Now's the time to prioritize preparedness, and even more so right now because they have a Black Friday sale going on through the end of November. So you got about a week from when this will publish. So don't wait. Go to contingencymedical.com slash CPP right now. Enter the promo code CPPBFCM. So our normal code will only get you 20 bucks. This code's going to get you $40 off your pack till the end of the month. That is uh, contingencymedical.com slash CPP. Use code CPPBFCM for $40 off any pack at contingencymedical.com. Um, now Casual through- prepper yeah. podcast, Black Friday. Contingency Medical. Contingency Medical, yeah. Uh, only now through November 30th. Again, a disclaimer, Contingency Medical and its products are not intended as a substitute for, for professional medical treatment or advice. Consult with your healthcare provider. Yeah. All right. I, it's such a great thing because, like, oh my gosh. we have this, like, unique situation where I can prescribe and, yeah. and, and everything, mm-hmm. but, like, most can't, and 
again, we've talked about fish antibiotics, but seriously, yeah. this is the safest thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then with that, you can consult with somebody yes. that probably is into you know nursing or a medical provider or something like that. And you're like, I have these. Can I use them? Mm-hmm. Such a good idea. It comes in this Such nice little discreet package that you could put wherever you feel is safe. Yeah. And it's perfect. It's perfect. Keeps them out of sunlight and you can put yes. them down in your basement. That's what I do. Oh, it's beautiful. Get it. Mix them all good. Yes. <laughs> little cocktail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is going to help something. This is going to fix something I got. I guarantee <laughs> it. But um, like we'd mentioned before, like the big thing about this, this whole, like probably the best experience I've had with this entire thing is that I've learned from others. Like, yeah, we learn together. We don't like the worst thing you can have is somebody that's like, and we always joke about this. Mm-hmm. It's like you have those a-holes on the internet that are like, yeah, yeah well, what are you going to do with that? Oh, you got 22 bullets? You're a pussy. Yeah, exactly. Nothing's going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're driving around a van? That's your bug out vehicle? Good luck. You ain't getting anywhere. Like, no one no one likes that. That no is one, the worst. It's the biggest turnoff oh my gosh. of, like, preparedness. And then, like, we like we are, like, completely against all that crap. That Like, we encountered that a lot when we started the we podcast. We did. Big there, time. There was People a lot were attacking of us. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing is like those those of you that are still listening and stayed with us and mm-hmm. um, like those people don't last very long. No. I don't think that we like cast them off and and tell them they can't. You know, sometimes it happens, yeah. but for the most part, you realize like we're all in this together. Yeah, we're all like working and helping each other and giving um, advice. And a lot of the other ones have their own social media that mm-hmm. like have you know tips and skills and sure. like gardening and then you know, bugging out and stuff like that. It's awesome. And that's, that's exactly what we wanted to happen. Again, one of my favorite things about the podcast is the community that we've built around the podcast, whether it be on social media or just like the podcast itself. Um, the people are so cool. Like they are really so cool. They're the, the people we have attracted are the people that really want to help other people. Yeah. And they, and they're just so like, they're not, they're not those Their dicks. whole life isn't prepping. Yeah. They're the same. Yeah. And they just, they want to help and and everybody's like super cool to each other, even after we make fun of their names, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and there's so, there's so many more listeners that are way more talented and skilled oh, yeah. than we are with prepping. Like, yeah, you will get way more from probably just joining and, and and listening to like the examples and yeah. stuff that people have shared with us yeah go to the facebook group because there's a lot of cool stuff that, that they share around in there you know what i mean yeah. again most of those people are way smarter than us when it comes to preparedness yeah. and the but they're not arrogant it. about it they're not arrogant about it they like, want to help you they're not those people like you're dumb yeah. you're a dummy good luck stupid like there was a guy a couple years ago that that I think he was on the Facebook group that hopped on and yeah that's I remember that one too and it, within like thirty minutes there were like fifty memes yeah. that were made of him <laughs> like then like he's like I'm he's gone yeah. he was gone just like that because we just won't we, we don't, just don't deal have with those it. trolls and no. stuff within our like no. it's, it's awesome that way it's the best like you guys listening are the best part yeah. of this besides me and Cam goofing off <laughs> right. that's the best part right yeah. But yeah, like I feel like our our casual approach, the joking around and everything, um, it's been helpful in kind of balancing it out of yeah. making it fun, making it funny, but also there's the seriousness to it that yeah. that everybody's I think getting done. It's like, oh yeah, no, like it's funny. Like you do have some points. I'm gonna do this, but mm-hmm. it's more enjoyable in the way that like we try to present it anyway. Yeah, but um, 
but yeah, we, I mean, we really try to push the things that we've learned and know and look forward to. I mean, we do research. We, you know, yeah. it's not like we're just willy nilly talking about the same stuff. We, we, we look more into the details and we get help from others. And we, I mean, we've talked to experts and stuff mm-hmm. like that too. And so I just feel like it's, we're kind of that like middleman between like yeah. the pros and the beginners. And I'd say more than anything, I think we lean more towards the beginner mm-hmm. side of it. Yeah. It's like, we're not like, we're not experts in any of this. And I hate, uh, like, that's the only thing that sucks is when we I talk know. to people like, you guys are experts in, I know. we're not at all. Like, and that's usually what the first we thing we said. to be in, and nor are we. Like, uh, we, we were on a podcast a couple of weeks ago or somebody said like, you guys being experts in this. And I'm like, and he had this long question. And then when, when I went to answer, I'm like, the first, first thing, first off, we are not experts at anything yeah. on this. Like, this is not, that's the whole point. Yep. The whole point is that we're not, not experts, right? We're not. Yeah. And so the biggest thing is like, we just, we don't judge anybody in yes. how they prep. Share your information and what you do. Like, you're not going to get shamed for it. You're yeah. not doing it wrong. Like, no, you're, if you're doing something to prepare, that is, that is like the yeah. ultimate goal for us. We just want you to like think ahead and start preparing some stuff. If you decide to store 600 gallons of milk in your basement, awesome. Yeah. Like, Drink fast. Yeah. That's all I can say. Yeah. So there's so many different ways to do it. I, none of it's wrong as long as you are thinking that I need to have some, you know, preps. I need to have some supplies just in case I can't go to the grocery store yeah. the next day or, you know, several days or something like that. Like, that's our biggest. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's our biggest message and our the thing that we teach the most. So we got a we got a, a message a couple of weeks ago, maybe from somebody. I think it was on Instagram. And they're like, hey, brand new listener. You guys inspired me. And they sent a picture of some food. They, they went and got three cans of soup. Yeah. Like, that's all it was. And I'm like, this is awesome. Like, you're starting. Yeah. Right. Like, a lot of people be like, well, that ain't going to do nothing. Like, yes, it will. You're, yeah. If you can build on that every single month, three more cans of soup the next yeah. time, you're going to have 30 cans of soup at some point, and you're going to have a month's worth of food for somebody, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, that is so cool to see. Yeah. Or you punch people with those cans you in your hands. Throw them. Twice. Throw <laughs> yeah, exactly. cans at people. Shoot them. Yeah. Shoot them. Shoot them. Right. Stack them. Yeah. For a game or something. There's soup stacking. Yeah, so many different things. Have you ever played soup stacking? <laughs> it's not it's not real. I just made it up. That could be Somebody's a cool sport that oh, yeah, into it. That'd be cool if one of our listeners like made hey, a Hey, little... someone mentioned soup stacking. <laughs> I can't believe I've someone else does that it. For a long time. I am usually stew for me, but yeah. I like stacking <laughs> stuff. Tuna cans are way fun. Oh gosh. You can stack them flat and long. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's the best. Flat and long. Got a lot bigger base. Yeah. So much better. Yeah. You ever seen those big cans of tuna that are like that big? <laughs> yeah. We uh, we do this thing every Christmas Eve where my family, everybody gets $10 and we have to go to Walmart and we pick somebody's name out of a, a thing and you have to buy a present for that person. Oh, nice. My, like you're there. You're like there. You're getting the present that. that like that's we, awesome. we all get the things. Then, I actually like it that way. Then we drive. I the like time yeah. of thinking like. Eh, so a lot of times it's like crazy presents. One year, um, my nephew got my my dad like a huge can of tuna, like that big. <laughs> it was the best. I love that. Oh man, it was so funny. And like one year, I got my was it me? I guess somebody got my dad um, a goldfish <laughs> from Walmart. It was so funny. <laughs> Just like the crap that we come back with. This that big tuna That's can awesome. reminded I like me of that, that idea. Yeah, it's fun times. But yeah, so um, yeah, I mean, we're here to have fun with it. Yeah, you're gonna you know learn some things maybe. maybe. And <laughs> good luck. Yeah, but, maybe. Um, we're not here to like 
no judging make fun of what you're doing and, and put no. down what you're doing like any little bit of prepping is is what we're all about yeah for sure and like all of that little bit of prepping comes back to improvement in life skills um and things that like just elevate the rest of your life it right? really does like yeah. i know it sounds like if you're a prepper like you're not gaining anything from it i've gained so much oh. in terms of like yeah patience and like learning how to like simple things just going camping is way more efficient right now. <laughs> And just l- like things like keeping your gas tank half full, yeah, all the time. Um, there's huge benefits to that in in your everyday life. Yeah, right. You don't have to like you're late somewhere. Have you ever had that? You're late. You get going and the gas lights on. Oh, yeah. and you're just like, oh my gosh. Yep. Like, and it gets you pissed off, <laughs> right. and then you and your wife are fighting. Um, and that's bad. Yeah, you're behind and you're trying to get like out yeah. of town and you're uh-huh. like, I still got to stop and get gas. What yeah. the hell for This now? is ridiculous. But if you're kind of following some of those basic, you know, casual prepper rules that we talk about all the time, like keeping your gas tank half full, you avoid that. Um, and it doesn't look like you're a doomsday prepper. You're just keeping your gas tank half full. Yeah. It's not a big deal, right? A lot of life hacks. Yeah. Um, that elevated level of situational awareness, um, that's something that we talk about frequently and it can actually help keep your, you and your family safer. You know, obviously you don't want to take, it really does. Yeah. You don't want to take this to like the next level. That guy that's like, Oh, I have to see looking at the front door in this corner. And I got, I got to have, got to walk around firearm on my ankle. Yeah. But if you do, if you do, that's fine. But you, you you can do that without taking it that far. Right. Um, EDC. This is something that's huge, man. Having that knife on you all like all the time, it actually comes in handy. Like it really, I don't know how often it's like we're trying to open something or something needs to be cut. They're like, oh, Kobe's got a knife. Yep. Where's he? Right. Yep. Um, I've been tied up multiple times. I've been glad I had that. And on. yeah, you're glad I was there with my knife. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that tied He's you tied up. up again in his shoelace. <laughs> uh, he just got my finger caught in here. <laughs> I don't know how I'd do this. It's like a Chinese finger trap. <laughs> Can't figure it out, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's always getting his shoelaces. Got my or, finger tied in my shoelace. Wrapped around his digits. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how. Um, and then like we talked about that better overall health, your diet, right? Um, we talk about that being such a big yeah. thing for casual preppers to look at because you know what? That actually does improve your life overall. It does. In a million like, different ways. There's yeah, those little parts. I mean, we did a full episode on mm-hmm. um anxiety and depression. Yes. Because yeah. like going into a scenario where you're, you know, not able to do everything that you do in a normal day because mm-hmm. you can't leave your house or you yeah. have to go out of your house with a mask on and like it's a huge impact on your mental health so yes that's all part of this and like mm-hmm. so we talk about those daily things for sure and then like that normalcy bias mm-hmm. this is this is i think what gets most people that don't even consider preparedness right that normalcy bias if you're not a prepper if you're not a casual prepper you really fall into that thing like it's just gonna be this way all the time everything's gonna be fine i can go to the grocery store every single day because the food will always be there the credit card will always work i will always have fuel to get there but we know as a casual prepper you've looked at a risk assessment you understand the things that might and could happen to you you've filled out the emergency plan, because I've talked about it ad nauseum, right? Um, and you revisit it every single <sighs> year. Um, all of these things will help you overcome that normalcy bias without not looking normal. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you still look like a normal person. You don't, yep. you don't look like, you know, Joe Prepper that only eats the 30 year shelf life food. Or and soap. 
or soap. It's a bad deal. Um, and that's the hard thing. You know, some people really don't want to look like a prepper. Yeah. And following. Or even think about it like you were saying. There's like, I don't even want to think about don't the possibility of like mm-hmm. this all going south. So because they, just, they, they don't even prepare. Because they think they have to be a doomsday prepper yeah. to be ready. Yeah. You don't, right? You can be a casual prepper. Very casual. Very casual. <laughs> so anyways, that's a, another thing to consider. Yeah, no, I, I like that because that's that's the thing. It's like you do, I've learned a bunch of little life tips. Of like sure, yeah. Just making life easier by following some of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is like you do at times when you get into prepping have the sense of urgency and you're like, oh, yeah. you know what? And I, I've, I've fallen victim to this. Mm-hmm. I remember when we started, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go drop. I think I spent like four or five hundred dollars on like twenty five year shelf life foods, right? Which I don't regret. No, for sure. But if I could go back and do it different, Mm -hmm. I would have like structured it and probably gone more with shelf, Mm -hmm. like shorter life Mm -hmm. foods that taste good and you eat and Mm -hmm. you're not afraid to dip into. Sure, that's the other thing with this twenty five year. But like, I spent a lot of money at that point. Um, I could see how people could easily get into debt. Mm-hmm. in worry it's like yeah. i'm gonna take out a loan because yeah. you know uh currency and mean squat <laughs> exactly. so i'm gonna yeah. buy ten thousand dollars of food to store mm-hmm. and you know not worry about i mean i'm just gonna stop paying my mortgage when things go south because i can so, do that so many people do this yeah they're like they really do they're like i've got all this you know all these nice conveniences and in and they just don't they, yeah they just get a little bit of like well, it's easy. I'll take one day, spend a bunch of money on my food storage. I'm set. I'm done. Yeah. And it, it doesn't, you can do that, but, um, make sure it's within your means. If you do, yeah. do that, that's but the biggest if thing. If you're, if you're bending, um, your, your finances and, and just like expecting to be, you know, it's not going to matter if I have food, if things go south, because yeah. I'm not going to be paying for those other things. I guarantee you yeah. those people that you're, you have a loan with, they will find you. Yeah, they're going to find you somehow, yeah. So, but, um, and then the other, like, with that, it's easy, like, if you don't spend the time and kind of research, it's easy to get caught up in buying, like, the fanciest, the most expensive gear, when you sure. really don't always need to do that. Like, mm-hmm. there's some things that work just as well, and my brother doesn't listen to this podcast, uh-huh. which is good. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with that because he's he's a little snobby that way. Mm. Like he he's the type that's like he texted me the other day and was like, "Hey, I'm looking at buying a fixed blade knife for camping." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Dude, I have a ton. Like, let me send you some pictures." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh yeah, those are some nice ones." But I'm looking at this one that's Swiss made. Oh, yeah. That's like I'm like, go ahead, sure. Yeah. Spend three hundred dollars on a knife yeah. that's gonna work no different than this yeah. blade that I have and have tried and used. And Unless you're using that knife every single day, yeah, you, it's like you don't necessarily have to have it. No, you just exactly. don't. Yeah. So he's all about like he buys like, oh, this has been you know, yeah, consumer reported and researched and done and and like, but you're spending triple the amount when something that would function just as On well something as it you would. use twice a year yeah so it's easy to overspend and to like um go outside of your means for what you think is the best thing to do so um hey if you have the way a means to do it go ahead that's fine sure but yeah. but really you should you know take time to research set that plan and kind of take your time we always talk about prepping is is it's not a race it's a marathon like it takes mm-hmm. time to build up to what your goal is you want to 
you want intricate details on those plans. Like that's the thing that I regret the most when I'm getting back to that food is just like, I, I bought it, but I don't have any plan with it. Yeah. And it's like, I'm afraid it's probably going to get wasted mm-hmm. because I didn't have a plan set forth before I got it. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, live, live and, and prep within your means. There's no reason to go out and spend a ton of yeah, money on stuff. That's a that huge deal. You're with, not, you're not able to do. Yeah. That's a huge thing of, with casual prepping, right? We don't, we don't want anybody to feel like if I don't have a thousand dollars to go out there and do this, I'm yeah, not going to, exactly. I'm not going to be prepared. Yep. You don't have to. Nope. We have plenty of episodes that are like hundred dollar prepping or, or Amazon or free prepping. Yeah. Prepping. So look at those things if you can, and you're getting much closer to preparedness. Um, you know, there's this thing, and I think we even did an episode on this a while ago called Prepper Burnout. I think we did an episode on that, right? Prepper Burnout. Um, some preppers, they get to a point where they, they become obsessed um, or they just go like really, really hard for a short period of time. And this isn't necessarily bad, but you can become burned out um, and you can kind of like fall off the preparedness wagon doing this. Um, you spend a whole bunch of money, like Cam said, or a bunch of time, a bunch of energy really quickly. Then you he, feel like you're set. It's almost like a yeah. normalcy bias within the prep yeah. as a prepper. <laughs> or you get to that point where the thought of doing anything else with it, you just burned yourself out. You're like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I did a whole bunch of that for three months and that's stupid. And I don't want to, I'll come back to it later. And again, okay, it's okay from time to time to take a break, but it can be a huge negative if you, if you aren't careful. Um, you might be so burnt out that you just take your eye off the ball with preparedness, with that like everyday preparedness, yeah. right? Um, so you, you don't do those like simple, small things. I go things. in and out of this a little bit. I do too, right? It's um, like, I've got some things ready, I'm prepared, but I could be doing a little each time, each yeah, day. And you don't sometimes. Like you were saying, like adding just a little bit to your groceries mm-hmm. that you buy, I feel like every hour. Yeah. Like it's like, just throw a little bit more in there. And that's why I feel like with the the thing with casual preparedness, it's like a slow, steady burn. Yeah. Right. That's, it just feels like a really good pace for it. And so I think that's like the last thing I wanted to add with casual preparedness is like, don't get too high. Don't get too low. Just get like a nice steady burn in there. Um, and the consistency is a great way to get more prepared over time. Yeah. You no, know? I think it's perfect. Cause yeah. that, that. The prepper burnout is for sure a thing. Oh yeah, definitely. I've I've felt it. especially 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 mm-hmm. when you go through like COVID nineteen, you're just yeah. like I am sick of everything related to like yeah. preparedness. Exactly. You d- I did go through that. Yeah. Um, guys, today's podcast is brought to you by TechPack, the only monthly tactical subscription box with useful professional grade stuff inside. Use our code Casual Preppers and get a free seventy dollar machine made part from Next Level armament if you got an ar-15 or if you like ar-15s or if you've thought about ar-15 if you would like a 70 dollars part yeah get this <laughs> these guys um they i don't know how they get their boxes oh, so dude, it is it's worth 70 dollars. it's worth 70 bucks and you're gonna get it for like 50 so do it <laughs> yeah yeah so anyways yeah that's casual preparedness that's uh that's what a casual prepper is yeah do you have anything else to add to that cam at this point i don't i think that like i said everybody should just have a little bit of preparedness in mind Instantly, mm-hmm. you're a casual prepper. I like that. Just for having to listen, to, subscribe to the podcast. You're a casual prepper, exactly. right? <laughs> That's all it takes. Seriously, yeah. It's time for the quick and dirty medical tip. Okay, so we can die. I love my fingers, dude. I've been using them all day. <laughs> They're so nice. Yeah, no one likes yours. A, are pretty nice. Looking. No one likes a finger disorder. Yeah, mine mine give off a lot of so, sweat, so my knuckles nice are getting and bigger, and I'm getting weird calluses from jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, jujitsu. <Okay. laughs> um. So yeah, they're they're a little mangled. 
Yeah, mine because nice. of like holding on to lapels and stuff. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I'm sure that would it, like twist. Yeah. But there are some finger disorders that just can come on out of nowhere, which is kind of mm. weird. Um, and they suck to deal with. Do they? So the first one's ingrown nail. Oh, yeah. They suck on your foot. Yeah. Times that by about 100 on your finger. Oh, really? They hurt I've never so really much had more, one. and they're way worse. Yeah. Mm. And typically, um, you don't want to give them as much time as you would with a toe. Like, you oh, want really? to get antibiotics and get it treated because it can get bad fast. Wow. Plus, all the finger things that I'm going to talk about, they're finger all things. The finger things are yeah. real. <laughs> Gay fairy finger things. <laughs> they're super painful. Yeah. Like, it just hurts. Your fingers are great. They, yeah, you use them. They for have stuff. a lot of sensitivity in them. So, the first one, like I was saying, is ingrown nail. So, things that you can do for that. And again, these are all, I'm applying all these to, you know, a scenario that you don't have access to medical care. You can't go to urgent care. Obviously, you want to go to urgent care or something mm -hmm. like that. But an ingrown nail, first thing you're going to try is like soaking it um, 15 minutes every two hours or so. And you're going to kind of like work the nail away from the bed. So Sounds you're just painful. Like, yeah, it does. It hurts. Um, one thing you can do is if you, if you get, see, my hands sweat like crazy, so I don't know that any of this, mm -hmm. or that this would work for me, but yeah. some people's hands, like, dry as I'll get are out. super dry. And you can tape, like, along the edge that's infected and just pull the tape around oh, and yeah. tape. So it's got tape pressure and it pulls to me. me either. Um, but that's one option you can do. Mm. And then typically, if it gets bad and all festered up, like, you're going to need antibiotics and probably open up the spot that's infected. That's where you need contingency medical. Yes, exactly. That's what I was going to say that. So I think there was all, Cipro like, in there. A lot of these are in there. Yep. Mm -hmm. Keflex, Cipro, Augmentin, Amoxicillin, like, they're in there. Um, the one thing you can do is you can actually scrape the nail bed, and it allows the nail to kind of weaken, and it'll kind of pull away oh, yeah, so you're weakening sense. the arch yeah anyways so that's ingrown nail the other one is uh peronychia which is um peronychia is an infection you know just by the cuticle it's mm. just on the um where the nail sits mm -hmm. it's just proximal to that so okay it's basically just above the cuticle so mm -hmm. that area if it gets all inflamed and painful it's it's a perinicia. Is that why you push your cuticle back as a lady? Why, I think why do they pushing do that? your cuticle back? I don't know. I don't get it. But um, what? Why is that hurts. a thing? But I could see that being a higher risk of causing okay. a perinicia. I'm not saying I do it. I just I've seen the ladies do it. It's I don't like, know. Why? I don't know what it does for the nail. If it makes it just look more attractive, or mm -hmm. I don't know the medical side of that. I think the cuticles are cute. <laughs> it goes. That's a cute cuticle. cuticle. But um, an infection in that area can be pretty painful, and it usually needs antibiotics pretty quick. Like, Jeez. That's why you want the contingency medical. Yeah. But soaking again for 15 minutes about um, every two hours. I heard they like soaking in uh, BYU. Oh, yeah. They do like soaking <laughs> in BYU. <laughs> Never mind. That's a bad joke. They get away from... Add a bad joke. They get away... Yeah. The bad joke. Speaking of antibiotics, <laughs> speaking, soaking, speaking of antibiotics, soaking will cause a yeah. need for that. But yeah, so mm. and then you would do an incision, um, oh, just yeah. along the top surface of that to kind of drain it. I would because wouldn't. it just builds up. I know. <laughs> I'm not doing. You can that. do antibiotics and all that, but it probably is going to need to be opened up. Ugh. Now a felon, like someone who's committed exactly, a felony. Exactly. Yep. These are super painful, and so they're at the tip of your finger, like the little fat pad uh -huh. that's in the front, uh, the part that you touch everything with. Yeah, 
If that gets infected, it's extremely painful. Oh, is it? And it, it's just like a pocket of infection that needs to be released. You know when you smash your finger and it's yeah. just like your heart? That's what it feels like all the time with these. My finger so is a heartbeat. You do not. <laughs> so you do yeah. not soak these because okay. it's just going to increase pain and swelling, and that's what you don't want. Dang it. No so, soaking. Again, you're going to be glad that you have contingency medical yeah, no or an antibiotic because you're going to need to start it. Mm-hmm. Levaquin, Doxy, Augment, any of those skin infection antibiotics. And you're going to do an incision. What's that? Harley Quinn? Harley Quinn, yeah. Harley Quinn is a really strong antibiotic. (laughs) Did I tell you there's an antibiotic in Japan that they don't sell in the United States called Sword? Sword? Who would not take that I'm taking it for everything. I get some sword in Got a headache, give me a sword. Yeah. I was like, that's that's an antibiotic right Mm, there. So, anyways. um, These (laughs) I want to do it. You're not prepared. You want sword in your belly? You want sword? Sure, indeed, sword. But so, if you have this felon that's the infection on the tip of your mm-hmm. finger, you're going to do what's called a fish mouth type of incision. So, it looks like a smiley face on the tip of your finger. Fish mouth. Super painful, oh. though. So, we always, like, we do a digital block. So, mm-hmm. you would numb on both sides, knock out the nerve so that you can actually do this. But Jeez. if you can't, this is going to be super painful. So you ever had to do it? I've had to do one. Yep. Yeah. Had to right. cut it. And it's even, even like, blocking the finger is super painful. Yeah. Like, numbing it. And even then, there's still, like, it just, it, it kills. Like, typically, yeah. you need a narcotic for this. Ugh. So, antibiotics, don't soak it. Open it up. And then you want to keep it open. And mm-hmm. so you're going to soak it after you cut it open so it can just, like, w- remove all that. Pretty nasty one. Gosh. There is one other way, and this one I've not done, but it sounds pretty intense. You actually do an incision on each side, like, at the like at the end of your fingernail, but where it starts to curve. Mm-hmm. Down below in the fat, you'll actually do an incision on both sides. Wow. So that it has this path through, and you're going to slide gauze through it. Oh, To keep it open. gauze. <laughs> good gauze. Good gauze, man. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that horrible. still allow it to stay open and drain while you're on the antibiotics. Good lord, that yeah. sounds horrible, dude. Yeah, which brings me to the point of I don't know if I've mentioned packing strip gauze. You can get uh-huh. a bottle of it. It's kind of it's like it's all kind of coiled up in the bottle and sterile, mm-hmm. and it comes in like a quarter inch or half inch, and it can even um, there's iodoform type that has iodine in it. Mm. But that stuff's really nice for infection, um, like abscess and stuff, because it's smaller and you're going to pack it yeah. in a wound. Wow. But yeah, this one, you would like run it through <sighs> and leave it open. So That sounds horrible. Makes sense why it's called a felon. Yeah. Because it's like the worst thing that could happen to you. Dude, like when you're in the doctor's office in the room, back there, we got a felon back here. Yeah. <laughs> Is the police in there with him? Yeah. Nope. I don't want to go in there. I ain't going in there. But yeah, so uh, ingrown nails, perinicchia, yeah. felon, like finger infections, hand infections, they're they're pretty serious. So you're yeah. definitely going to want to have oral antibiotics on hand. Oral or? F- Never mind. You don't um, want to do. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. All this is not medical advice, by the way. Yes. As always. Yep. Exactly. For infinity, this is not medical exactly. advice. Exactly. These forever. are like worst case scenario. Yeah. You have no access to medical care. Yeah. How to take care of your stuff. So. Cam's secretly wanting me to get a felon so he can do that to me. I can Even tell. I would weep if yeah. you got one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to hurt so bad. It's going to buddy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Bite my shoulder as I do this. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Yeah, um, so yeah. Anything else, Cam? No, that's it. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. I mean, that's a a casual Thanksgiving. Yeah, have casual. Remember, play this podcast at the dinner table. What's your favorite thing for For, Thanksgiving? 
Um, I've got several. Uh, I really like deviled eggs. Yeah, just, those are good. They're I like freaking good, eggs. and I never get them. I don't and, ever eat them. And so I, I really look forward to deviled eggs. Um, I mean, just like some... I, here's the thing. I like to have a little bit of everything on the bite. I like to have some turkey, some mashed potatoes and gravy, some stuffing, and some cranberry sauce. Yeah. Like, I like to get it all together. I'm a big mixer with oh. a, during Thanksgiving. Oh, my gosh. Everything. Like, I usually, like... Start at one edge of yeah. the plate, yeah. grab a little stuffing, uh-huh. pull it across your gravy yes. and mashed potatoes, uh-huh. grab your turkey, yes. and then like take a bite of the roll. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. just, or your roll is the thing I'm pushing yeah. it around with. But I got to have that cranberry sauce too. I'm I all do about too. it. I'm I all about too. it. But yeah, it's just like a, it's like a turkey, or it's like a Thanksgiving soup. I usually, it's funny. I, I, I like the cranberry, I'll, eat, I'll usually like slice and eat with turkey, but I don't uh-huh. mix it with all the other stuff. I see. Yeah. What's your favorite thing? Man, I don't know. I I honestly think it's, I honestly think it's just the um the turkey, the turkey, just the turkey. Yeah. You just don't eat turkey like that. You don't have it very often. I always like like you were saying. I think it's important. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> we're talking about this, but like people are like, oh, you don't need a turkey, you need a ham. And no, like uh-uh. like you were saying. Yeah, it's fine if you want to do that. There has to be turkey somewhere. You have to have turkey. Yeah, the pilgrims had it. Yeah, you exactly. Need to have it. <laughs> yeah, I just I it's not Thanksgiving without turkey yeah. and stuffing and I'm mashed excited. potatoes. The, the stuffing's another thing I don't eat hardly ever. No, not very so often. I really like it. The problem is like some people when they make their stuffing, it's not great. No, it's, it's not, like, like pure homemade onions and just a little bit of bread. <laughs> just give me that stovetop if you <laughs> have to. like. So I freaking love the stovetop. My mom makes great stuffing, yeah, like my homemade stuffing. But there's some other people in the family. Not so great. Yeah. And so I... I do... You do get a weird variety there. Same thing like, with sucks. deviled eggs. I don't know how you screw up a deviled egg, but Some I had... Some like pure sugar. It, it's, it just doesn't even taste... Like, what is this? This is I don't know. garbage. I agree. I want my mom's de- deviled eggs. Yeah, I'm just... Yeah, I think I'm just partial to all the things my That mom might makes. be the case. Yeah, but... I don't know. And then pie afterwards. What's your favorite pie? Yeah, it used to be blueberry, but it's cherry now. Blueberry? Yeah. That cherry pie we had the other day was just delicious. It was very good. Um, at my house. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I did request a cherry pie. Um, I and don't I know why. I love cherry pie. And for some reason, it doesn't get made very it much. It doesn't. It's no. always like, there's 17 pumpkin pies. And I don't even like pumpkin pie. And banana pie. cream. I'll eat a banana cream. I'll eat both of them, but... I chocolate like cream them. is my, probably my really? favorite. I love yeah, chocolate I don't, cream I don't, pie. That one I usually don't eat. Oh, I love it. I love it. Like a yeah, silk I like chocolate. the I like the gelatinous ones. Yeah. Okay. It's like blueberry, blueberry or peach or cherry. Cherry's my favorite. Blueberry. I don't I don't, I don't I used to love it. I don't know. It's not it's not my thing anymore. Huh, I don't think I can't remember the last time I had blueberry pie. All I know is if it gets on a shirt or something, oh, burn yeah. it. There forever. There's no way you're not getting it off. <laughs> that purple stain forever. No, no. But cherry's my favorite. And then that like fancy drink you always have. That I don't know if your family did that, but we always it's like, like a mix of like mix squirt, like the cranberry sauce and Seven Up or cranberry sauce. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a thick. It's like a shake. <laughs> um, no cranberry juice, like cranberry raspberry juice with like Sprite. Yeah, I oh, love the mix so good. of soda in with yeah. like regular juice, and usually they have all these fruits floating in yeah. there. Yeah, oh yeah, we have oranges, yeah, flies, and like <laughs> dirt, <Yeah. laughs> disease. You know, mm, just yeah. like the first Thanksgiving. That, it, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just get a little bit minus of that. the sprite. <laughs> minus the sprite. They probably didn't have sprite I, or cranberry raspberry juice. No, it's like hundred percent sugar. Out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, not. It no. was probably just corn. Mm-hmm. And turkey, <laughs> corn and turkey. <laughs> yeah, that's probably all. Potatoes. It was. Yeah. Maybe not even. They probably didn't even. I don't know, man. It's hard to say what's the best thing because it's like it's like the the mix that makes it the best. Yeah, like it can't be just 
the turkey, just the mashed potatoes. Just it's like I have to have the blend, the blend of it all. Probably yeah. the best thing about it all is like you're eating that for like four days. Uh, a turkey sandwich with just just bread, a roll and mayo. Turkey? I gotta have some mayo. Really? Yeah, it gets I too dry. Mine is just like butter. Okay, turkey. I like that. That sounds great. Like I get, I get, so I get weird with it. So I'll do, <laughs> I do the roll, some mayo, cranberry sauce, and turkey. I, that would be good. I'd it's eat that. delicious. I'd eat that. Try that. Okay, this I will. I'll do it. My gra- so we used to our, our big thing when I was growing up. We'd always go rabbit hunting the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I that was our big thing. Every single year, in my one of my grandmas, one of my old grandmas from Grandpa George, um, she used to make Thanksgiving sandwiches, and it was just like everything was on the sandwich. Oh, if really? we had it for Thanksgiving, it was on the sandwich. It was like crazy. You never <laughs> knew what you were going to get in that sandwich. Bones, sometimes like a cranberry sauce packaging or something, you know? Like it was just like, like the whole table just gets pushed into like a <laughs> really? sandwich maker. Yeah, it's just like a big sandwich and then you That's never awesome. knew what you were going to get in yours. One of one of the things I my mom used to do would take the, the leftover turkey mm-hmm. and make chicken noodle soup with it. Oh, yeah. But turkey, turkey noodle soup. Yeah, it was super good. That sounds delicious. Yeah. But the, to me it's just it's my the favorite holiday. The, sam- the best really? holiday, yeah. More better than Christmas. Huh? Yep, better than Christmas. Wow. It's just like, I don't know. Just the the time of year, the weather like everybody's kind of together sure. and you eat a delicious meal. It's probably my third favorite holiday. What's your second favorite? Halloween. Well, Halloween's probably my second. Halloween's Christmas awesome. has gone down. Really? I like Christmas. I loved Christmas when yeah. I was young. Now it just seems like it's a burden. Sometimes I get it. Like I'll feel like, oh, you get that like Christmas spirit for a minute. Like yeah. the song comes on. I do on. love it for my kids, but I don't yeah. like for me and for adults. And like when they're like, what do you want? For-? I'm like, I don't want anything. Like, yeah. So that part sucks. I get sucks. annoying about that. That part sucks. But I just like the Christmas vibe. So yeah, for sure. I love Christmas movies. Like, I think, well, obviously it's like Halloween Thanksgiving, yeah. Christmas, they're all in that time frame. Yes. That's the best yeah. of the year. But like we, like me and my my kids, we have a like a Christmas movie list that a shared list on on the phone, and so then we we all pick one for that night, and then we pull it out of a hat which one we're gonna watch. Oh, that's a great. We idea. have like we have like twenty movies that we watch every year. Look so at all these ideas. We're like five movies like in already. Idea factory over your house. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know. It's just like never ends, <laughs> right? But like that's my favorite thing is like watching those holiday movies. That's awesome. Yeah. Like I love Halloween movies. And I love Christmas movies. Typically, the how or the holiday movies are like all the Hallmark ones. Yeah, see, and I'm like, I hate this crap, no. and then I get kind of sucked into it. My, I don't do those really. It's more like, um, you know, Christmas Vacation. Oh, for sure, Home yeah. Alone. I usually Elf is even part of that now. Elf, yeah, like all those. That is that is a great part. I'd yeah. say mine's like Thanksgiving, Halloween, Christmas, and then I guess there's Fourth other, of July. I guess there's a Fourth of July is great. I, I love Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to like it more. Me too. It's gone downhill a bit these days. Well, it pisses me off. More than, like, oh, yeah. Not because... <laughs> the noise. Like, I love, I love the fireworks, but it's yeah. like, like I said, too two much. in the morning, they're like, I'm going to shoot off fireworks. Whoa, whoa, it's time to do another bottle rocket. <laughs> super I can't screamer. wait. <laughs> yeah, super screamer all night long. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the only thing. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Um, thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Make sure you're subscribed. Happy Thanksgiving.